In this week's episode, we're saying bye, bye, bye. Not only is it the end of Pixar Fest at the Disneyland Resort, but Bugs Land at DCA is now closed forever. Relax and sit back for the next two hours whilst we reminisce about 16 years of bugs. What? It only took us two minutes? Okay, never mind. As we mentioned last week, mobile ordering has expanded to a few more locations around the resort, with more to come soon. Alcohol coming to Disneyland? Unheard of! Does it count if it's on another planet? Also, fat time with mint, another Halloween sellout, music rumors, and more on this high-fidelity episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. What's going on? Uh oh! The apprentice lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Think of me, Harley Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> made you look hola hey what's up uh i haven't seen that movie oh i know it's a really good movie yeah hey you know what i uh, speaking of up pixar fest is over with bye see ya hey i was at the park yesterday to say goodbye to pixar fest bye well actually i was just in the park i wasn't saying goodbye to pixar fest but i did um check out the pixar pals dance party again watching the the Pixar characters out there was really cool. Do they pal around at all at the Pixar? They do dance because party? they come in like they had the Green Army men, and there was like three of them, so that's three pals. And then like Woody and Jesse and um, Bullseye, they're pals. Oh right. Yeah. So um, yeah. So they got some pals that are around, so they're palling around at the aroundness. Uh, might they also have some pals that are around? Yeah, because Doug was there. He's a big dog. So, yeah, anyway, I was uh, checking it out, just chilling over there. Bye. Oh, yeah, yeah, bye. Bye to Pixar Fest. But you know what? Uh, Actually, I uh, I went to check out the flag retreat ceremony. The reason I was there is because they actually had um, the U.S. Army Herald Trumpets there. Whoa. Performing with, with the Disneyland band. Now, you want to talk fancy? It was just awesome. It was probably the best sounding flag retreat ceremony I've ever heard. They uh, actually had the Disneyland band perform in front of um, the train station on the street. And they had the Herald trumpets on top of the train station. And it was just... It was like a, on the roof? Not the roof. It, it was in a uh, candlelight. But... <laughs> so it wasn't on fire then either no 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 fires going on but they were on top you know if you go up the stairs to go into the right, train right, station right. they're up there and it was just awesome it was just 
the way how they incorporate it with you know being with the music played by the Disneyland band at certain times because they didn't play all the time. But when they came in, it was just wow! It was amazing. So did you record it? I don't have it recorded, but I do have someone who did record it, and I think I will be sharing that with everybody. It was an awesome performance. Like I said, the best flag retreat ceremony music-wise that I've heard. A lot of people came out to uh, partake in the uh, event, like always. So it was pretty cool. I loved it. I was really amazed by the performance. It was really cool. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, I was there yesterday and uh, just uh, palling around myself. (laughs) And I'm going to, if you guys saw the social medias, I had a fat time and we'll get to that later. But um, yeah, I'll let you know. I left a taste in my mouth for a while. <laughs> Whoa! But other than uh, Pixar Fest leaving, I there's probably a few things that I didn't get to try that I wanted to. But oh well. And then today we are saying bye, bye to Bugsland. Hardly knew ya. Oh wait, it's been there since the beginning. It's Never been there mind. Since 2002, I believe it opened on September 7th, 2002. Uh, to be honest, the only thing that I ever cared about in Bugsland has been gone for months. Which is? It's tough to be a bug. Oh, okay. I wasn't. The only thing I care the... about in Bugsland, and it's yeah. been gone for months. So, I mean, I know there's a lot of people that like Bugsland. I mean, you know, uh, good for them. <laughs> uh, I mean, people that have kids and stuff, I understand. You know, it's a big thing for kids, there's a lot of big rides there. But, I mean, it's just nothing that ever really interested me. I mean, I like it as far as, the, you know, the, the visuals. It, it's cool. I always liked the dripping the dripping faucet. Right. Uh, I've, I've mentioned out here many times how I love the, uh, the bathrooms being a Kleenex box. You know, all that sort of thing. I, I love that sort of being, you know, small world thing, but, but not in small world. <laughs> uh, I like that sort of thing. But, uh, you know, just there's, there's, there wasn't really anything for me to do. I was making the joke that somebody, you know, was talking about, uh, you know, taking 30 minutes to do all the rides. Uh, Dan, 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 the uh, mailman was telling me earlier. And I said, well, I, I take four minutes to walk through Bugs Land. And, then, <laughs> and that's all there is I, I need to do. Yeah. So. But yeah. So, uh, yeah. After tonight, Tuesday night, it's gone. 10 o'clock. Uh, after tonight. Today was the last day. Today is the last day. Oh, I thought yesterday was the last no. day. No. They, uh, they, uh. I think they did that because Pixar was ending on the oh. third, so then they'll have one more day for whatever. I see. Okay. So yeah, after tonight is gone, and um, probably be some uh, walls up tomorrow. It's an end of an era, right? Uh, also, uh, just uh, non-Disney related, but uh, yesterday or uh, yesterday or today, last day of Jurassic Park. Yesterday, the ride uh, will be closing indefinitely till sometime in 2019, probably. When it'll be reopened, presumably with some sort of Jurassic World theming. So, uh, Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, the ride as you've known it since 1996, when it opened, is no more. Uh, if you missed it, well, uh, you had 22 years. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what the hell's wrong with you? You know, I mean, all right, 22 years and all. So, but yeah, so uh, on to the next better thing for. Jurassic Park the ride. I was just uh, proud to have uh, worked at that ride myself. Right, right. So now I'm now part of, uh, I've now worked at two rides that no longer exist in name, uh, E.T. and Jurassic Park. 
Well, I'm glad in the 22 years that that ride has been there, I went on it. So good, <laughs> good. I feel special. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, you know what? Uh, who else we're gonna say goodbye to? Him. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna say goodbye to the hook and ladder over the at hookers. Uh, what? No, not hookers. Oh, but the hook and ladder, the performance group over there that plays in front of. Uh, the fire station? Yeah, you were fire. telling me something about that last week, right? Yeah, so I guess they're being canned just like the old Disneyland band. Wow. I don't know what they're going to be on. replaced with like the uh like a uh, better hook and ladder with newer instruments or maybe they're going to be like um well you know how women love firemen, so maybe they're going to be hunks. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't see. know. Instead of a bunch of old firemen, they're <laughs> going to be like like uh you know like model firemen maybe i don't know actually we haven't heard anything of any type of replacements for the act but uh what i'm hearing is september 18th is the last day that they're going to be performing and also also we heard that the silver dollar six they actually perform over in Frontierland, and they like perform on the balcony of the golden horseshoe they're going to be ending also might be the same day i don't know September 18th is a Tuesday, so another Tuesday ending. Sounds like Disney cutting a bunch of fat in the entertainment department. Something like that. I We've known for a while now that the entertainment department has kind of like split up. There's two different entities now. One's entertainment with the park entertainment. The other one is uh, like talent, you know, like when bands come in, like a high school band. That's one. That's talent. So, and then you have the entertainers is another, whatever. So, I don't know what's going on with the entertainment part of the, you know, this of Disney. I don't know what's going on over there. You know, we don't have actually we don't actually have bands that play anymore. TLT, which sucks. I don't actually. I don't mind the Pixar uh, Pal dance party because they actually play some good music that we can all that we all like. You know, like Jacksons and you know, old 80s, 90s music. So, I mean, it was pretty cool just to be there and just to sit there and just chill and listen to that music. <clears throat> but we still, you know, like bands. But I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, as far as the two um, the two groups here, we don't know if they're getting replaced with anything else or there's, you know, maybe they are or they're just going to say goodbye. I don't know. But that's kind of sad. I don't see a reason why to get rid of them. I mean, it's not like they don't draw a crowd because, you know, when you're on Main Street and you start you start to hear a hook and ladder, people go over there, and then at times you have uh, Chip and Dale come out and they perform with them, and sometimes Goofy's out there. So I mean, it draws a crowd, but we don't know what's going on with that. We just, I wonder if that means no more Chip and Dale. Also, <laughs> I think they're going back to the tree, probably. So uh, what's going to happen to the piano? That's a good question. Maybe they already sold it at that auction. Oh, right. <laughs> so September 18th is the last day for Hook and Ladder, possibly for the Silver Dollar Six. I didn't hear anything about that yet. I just heard that it's another band or another group that's going to be gone from the park. So if you guys are fans of that and uh, you want to go check them out, you got until September 18th. But you know what? I was in the park and um, last day for Pixar Fest, and we all know that We've been talking about how parking has closed, that the structure has closed. Um, you know, since eight, the lower tier APs have came back to the park, 
So I was like, yeah, yesterday I think it was they closed at one. All right, and, let uh, me get to that point. Okay, because I was at home and I was like, first of all, I'm like, do I want to go? Do I not want to go? I was like, okay, I'm gonna go, and I better hurry up and get there before the parking closes. So I'm on my way. I am 20 minutes away, and the tweet comes out that the parking structure is closed, and I was like, oh damn i did not leave as early as i wanted to and i already knew it was going to happen because then right after that oh no that was later so i get to i get uh to anaheim oh you managed to get there before that yes oh, I, but i know what's going on and i get to harbor and it's a madhouse trying to get into the parking lot so i'm like you know i'm gonna go around and come up harbor going north and that was uh, another cluster. So then there's a guy who's in the, I'm in the far right lane. There's a guy next to me. And he decides he's going to turn right in front of me, right? I'm like, okay. So I'm assuming he's going into the parking lot. We're at the stoplight. If he was going to turn, he could turn. There was plenty of time for him to turn. There was plenty of room because the cars were getting backed up into the street, into the intersection. And there was plenty of room for him to turn because, uh, the cars that went in, there was a lot of room for cars, but he just stood there. I'm like, damn it. I go, why do you get in front of me if you're not turning? So as soon as the light turns green for the traffic to go, he turns into the parking lot where there's tons of cars already. I'm like, you could have turned earlier, and now you decide to wait, and yeah, it was just crazy. So I got into there. I parked all the way in the back again. And the new parking area we told you about is not even open yet. There's no cars parked in there or anything. It's open, but there's no cars in there. So I park way in the back. And then, of course, you got the way in line from the bus. I get to the park. And right when I get into the park, the tweet comes out that the Toy Story is full. I was like, dang, I just made it. I was like, wow. Yeah, because, well, it was actually all Disneyland parking is full. Right, right. It only lasted less than an hour, though. Yeah. So it's like they keep doing this, but they keep reopening like within the hour. So it hasn't really been that big of a deal. I mean, I guess it's a big deal if you get there exactly at that time and you're kind of screwed. But, I mean, you know, it, at least it's not like hours where it has been in the past where... You know, it's been like a good three, four hours where the parking has been closed. So yeah, I knew they were about to open that up because when I when I came through, I didn't I didn't park at where the old cast uh, parking is. I actually turned into this little parking lot that holds probably maybe seventy five cars. I don't know, it's a little parking lot. So I pulled into there, and then they're making me turn right, or they're making me turn left to park. And I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to fit my truck into this spot, making a turn? I don't have enough, you know, to turn. I would have to turn and back up to pull in. And I got an awesome cast member who looked at my truck, realized it's pretty big. And he looks at me and he puts two fingers up to telling me, telling me to take two parking spots. I'm like, well, thank you very much. So cool. that, that was like, you know, some customers are just stupid. They just try to make you park in there so they can have, you know, so-called more room. But right. I was uh, really thankful that he looked at me and said, hey, you're big, not me personally, <laughs> my truck. And uh, 
I got two parking spots, but I knew that they were going to be pretty full back there and opening the new area. So yeah, I was lucky enough to get in there before they, you know, closed it. And uh, I don't know what I, I, you know what, if I got there and there was no parking anywhere and parking lots were full, I probably would have just headed to Doxbury Farm. <laughs> That's what uh, I would have probably done. That's a nice luxury to have. Yeah, no. Uh, just getting back to the whole bands thing going away. Uh, uh, anyways, just a note to other people that uh, might be fans of the Hook and Ladder or the uh, Silver Dollar, and that if you guys want to have other, there's plenty of other entertainment here. Uh, there's still always the Bootstrappers in New Orleans. There's the Pearly Band in the Castle Forecourt in Fantasyland. What is that? They're like. Uh... It's like, you know, drums and horns. Okay. They come out there. Uh, there's the Royal Street Bachelors in front in at the French Market in New Orleans Square. There's the, the uh, what? The jazz band. Okay, yeah. The Royal, the uh, the big band thing on Saturdays at the Fantasy Fair. Uh, the Straw Hatters on Main Street. The Dapper Dans, of course, on Main Street. The Jambalaya Jazz in New Orleans Square. So there's... Plenty of other things going on to, uh, of course, if we hopefully we don't hear that any of those other ones are going away. Yeah, no. And of course, uh, all else fails. There's always the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy awesome dance off, which apparently is still going on. I didn't know. I actually uh, saw that when I was over there at DCA. Cool. I was uh, grooving over there. Grooving. But yeah, so as far as uh, the parking, like I said, it was pretty uh, crowded. The parks were pretty crowded. Uh, first place I went was DCA, and um, it was really crowded for uh, during the day because a lot, a lot of times crowds start coming in at night, you know, 5 o'clock, usually when the AP start coming in. But during the afternoon, it was really, really crowded when walking into Buena Vista Street. So a lot of people there, I guess, for the end of Pixar Fest. So I was just walking around over there, and, uh, you know, we talked about uh, – Bugsland being gone now, so I, I did walk around Bugsland just to do my four minute real quick. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just walked around. There was a lot of people over there getting wet over there in the water, and um, it was kind of I'm not gonna say really packed, but it was a lot of people in there. And oh, I uh, had to go eat because you know I had to do my stuff, and I got a pretzel. And the other thing we're gonna talk about later. And I went to go sit over where they're doing the little activities for the kids, doing a little scavenger hunt. I don't know if they're still doing that. But they had, like, uh, uh, things to uh, color, like a little coloring thing for kids. So there was, like, there was a, they have tables and little chairs there for the kids. But there's benches back there. No one was over there. So I'm like, I'm going to go sit here in the shade and eat. So it was pretty cool just to sit back there and, you know, get fat for a little bit. Now, uh, I have a... Uh a hypothetical question or a hypothetical scenario because I assume that once now that Bugs Land is going to be over tonight that they're going to put up a wall at all three entrances to Bugs Land. Uh, how is that going to affect through traffic in the rest of the park? Because now all that extra space that normally would have had guests in it because number one, capacity is going to go down by... I don't know how much, yeah, what they true. would consider capacity for the area of Bugs Land. That's got to be at least 500, 
We'll just say five. We'll be generous. So something like that. But five hundred to a thousand. I don't know. I don't know how they work that. But either way, uh, not only do you have the people that would normally be in Bugsland taking up space in Bugsland, but you also have the people that, like me, walk through Bugsland to get from, say, Carsland to Hollywood. You know, backlot, or you know, over by Guardians, or any number of ways to, that you people always cut through Bugsland. You don't have that anymore. You're literally going to have to walk if you're if you're at like Guardians or if you want to go to Guardians, if you want to go anywhere. Yeah. Now you're going to have to walk all the way for the frick around. You mean the way they used to do it anyway? R- right. Well, I mean, you mean before what? Before they had that interest to Bugsland on that side. I don't remember that interest not being there. Oh, you had to. There was uh, when Bugsland first opened. You mean? I don't know when that interest put in, but before it was just all closed off. You know what? I'm thinking it was um, sometime when they did uh, Buena Vista Street. So you always go into Tower, and then that was, it was closed right there. So Bugsland was originally a dead end? Yes. I don't remember that. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, basically back to how it was then. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, because, you know, now, because back then you wouldn't have gone to Bugsland unless you were going to Bugsland. Right. So you wouldn't have gone in there just to go around. So yeah, it's going to go back to how it was before, but I mean, now you also have to think about that uh, you can't go through Bugsland to cut through Bugsland to get around the parade when the Paint the Night's going on. True. So you're going to have to, your only real uh, shortcut now will be if you're coming from uh, say, Paradise Gardens area, you'll have to cut through Grizzly Peak. And then Grizzly Airfield, but otherwise you're stuck on the uh, parade route, no matter which way. Especially if you're coming from Carsland or Pacific Wharf. Right. If you're coming from Pacific Wharf or Carsland, you you're stuck on the parade route. Right. And if the parade's going on, yeah, have fun. <laughs> so it was just something I had just thought about just now that uh, yeah, you you lose all that uh, space for people and you lose that extra shortcut. So, right. Yeah, we'll probably Some, see something that people are gonna want to think about. Yeah, we'll probably see Waz up tomorrow, and of course, you know that entrance right there where um, Guardians is. That one's be walled off. The the wall right there that we or that they already have put up by the Bugs Life Theater. It's gonna be extended over to Maynard, and then you. I'm thinking. I was just thinking maybe. Yeah, because you're not even going to be able to walk into that area there. No. There's no reason to. Right. And then, you know, then you're going to have all the people, uh, like when uh, the walls first went up for for uh, Star Wars, you're going to have all the people walking over there and running into a big wall and be like, uh, <laughs> well, we can't can get we get through, through there? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hopefully at some point it'd be nice because then, you know, hopefully they do like what they did with Star Wars and put up some sort of uh, concept art. Yeah. Probably, um, I imagine that, D twenty three next year, probably gonna get the uh, the official Marvel Land announcement along with some concept similar to the original Star Wars Land announcement with concept art. I guess we'll see, especially with it now being closed and uh, you know stuff's gonna start happening, and it's gonna be a while. I'm predicting twenty two for Star uh, for Marvel. Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. That time, little coat, little belly. <laughs> you wish. Uh, 
All right, so yeah, fat time in the parks, and um, later on in a, in a few minutes or so, I'm going to talk about um, what I had for uh, Pixar Fest for the farewell. Bye. Yeah, but uh, right now we're going to start with the. What did you have for the farewell of Bugsland? I had um, I I sat over there and ate. Oh right. <laughs> you didn't eat any bugs. No, I didn't have any bugs. But yeah, we're going to start off with well, well first of all, last week we were talking about uh you'll be able to go to the use the mobile ordering for a dough whip. And of course the next day they went and told us about it that you will be it's on you can actually use it now. Right. And of course they yeah, they announced that you can use it now, which means that uh Either we're going to end up being completely wrong about the moving of the Dole Whip to Tropical Hideaway, or else they're just going to redo the app where, because uh, right now it sounds pretty hectic. Yeah, it does. Because you say that uh, the pickup now is on the inside. Yeah, so if you go over there, you'll see a sign that says mobile ordering pickup, and it has an arrow pointing to go inside. So... That's um, how you pick up right now. So does that mean that people that are waiting to go into the Tiki Room, which there aren't people waiting to go into the no. Tiki Room because it's closed. Right. So it seems logical that uh, the only reason they're doing that right now is because of the fact that Tiki Room is closed. Once Tiki Room is open again, you can't exactly have the inside of the Tiki Room Dole Whip be pickup anymore. So it does stand to reason that that seems like even more proof to me that the dual whip will be moving to the tropical hideaway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so for now, you guys can check that out. Also, starting on when this came out, so effective now, besides the Tiki Juice Bar, you can also do mobile ordering at Harbor Galley. So you can pre-order your uh, your uh, lobster, yeah, lobster. Your lobster roll and then go over there and pick that up. I'm guessing that they have three windows there, I believe. So yes. they're probably going to turn one of they probably turned one of the windows into the pickup window. I'm going to guess it's going to be the one on the left. Probably because they never use that one. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then the other place is Bayside Brews at DCA. I've probably asked this before. Where's Bayside Brews? I believe that's inside um, the Pacific Wharf. Oh, okay. Uh, and then next month. We got even more mobile ordering coming, where it will be now. Now, when it says next month, this came out last Thursday. So this month. So that means this month then. So sometime in September, expect the announcement that the mobile ordering will be expanding to Idlewise Snacks, which is over there by the closed Matterhorn. Right. That's Stage cool. Door Cafe. That's Refre- really cool. Yeah. Uh, refreshment slash Coat Corner. So you can pre-order your, uh, what's that hot dog that the... Uh, right now? Well, I don't know. What's that special hot dog that we said is going to be was, over there on for Halloween? Oh, right. I don't remember. I don't know. What was the other one you were telling me about? Right. Well, they had the Western dog. Oh, the Western dog. But that was for Pixar Fest, so right. I don't have that anymore. No, there's that other one that's going to be there. I forget what it is now. Yeah, I forgot. It's the one with the green onions or something on it. Yeah. And uh, then uh, the Royal Street Veranda. Now, real quick, um, the Bayside Brews is right over there by um, Jumping Jellyfish and... Um, oh, that's silly the, stuff. Yeah, there. okay, that's that yeah. beer stand that's right. there. Okay, we were way off. Yeah, Samsonite. Well, I like the idea of um, 
Stage Door Cafe since we go there all the time to eat. So that's really cool. Get me corn. Get I can get a corn dog. Pre-order that corn dog. Yes. I was actually. Uh, oh, pre-order. Uh, funnel cake. I was thinking about that too, but I was actually trying to use uh, the app one day, and I had to enter a credit card because the one they had on file expired. Mm. So I was trying to do that, but it it kept saying that. I had the wrong information in there. I was like, what? And they kept doing it over and over. And I don't know what happened. So I just said, screw it. And I just went to go order my food. But then I got an email saying that, oh, your credit card has been, you know, entered or whatever. I was like, oh, so either it did go through or or didn't. So I'm thinking it did just a signal. Didn't have a good signal or something. And I kept getting an error, but it actually did go through that I changed. I updated my information. So, I don't know. When I was there on on uh, yesterday, I, I didn't actually try to order anything. The next time I go to the park, I will definitely try that, especially at Stage Door and get me get a corn dog. Uh, does uh, Hungry Bear have mobile ordering yet? That's a good question. I don't they keep adding, adding, but I don't know if we've announced uh, all the ones that have been added. I know that was like a big announcement of that one or that uh, those ones had a big announcement, but I don't know if all of the Editions have had announcements. Yes, Hungry Bear does have it. So now both places uh, that have, uh, you can uh, pre-order your funnel cake. There you go. All right, so yeah, that's something to look forward to. And uh, as soon as we uh, get word, those locations become available on the app. We'll let you guys know. Yeah, it's one of those things that if they don't announce it, uh, they might just, there you go. Exactly. You just have to be checking the mobile ordering all the time to until you that it's been added yeah all right so we got some news about some booze coming to the parks yeah you know of course all the uh the headlines uh, <laughs> for this were all like disneyland to serve alcohol for the first time ever right to which all of the uh you know the yeah but or the well technically people you know will point out club 33 is uh you know sells alcohol but it was the first time publicly selling alcohol. But then there's still a yeah, but in a well, actually, because, uh, well, let's get to this first. So we got the announcement, of course, when the, the, all the announcements ever since Star Wars Land was announced, then Galaxy's Edge, Black Spire Outpost, Batu, all the freaking names that we have for this place and all the names that we've been through on this place. Well, we have another name to add to the collection. And, uh, of course, like we said, We've been, you know, figuring that there was going to be some sort of cantina. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, of course, what's Star Wars without a cantina? It's been there since the beginning. And we figured that Black Spire Outpost would be no different. It would have a cantina. And, of course, we did get the announcement, like like I said, another name to add to the collection, Oga's Cantina. I don't know her. Uh, We don't know if it's a her. Oh. Or not. I don't know it. We don't know it. So, uh, Oga's Cantina will be inside of galaxy's edge when it opens next year now this uh i assume oga the uh the uh, proprietor oga gara i assume that this is a uh, person who's going to take over later on because uh you know i have read the uh, the thrawn novel that features batu and uh well the cantina in that uh, clearly had another proprietor but uh, I believe that person ended up uh, in a bad way by the end of the novel. Oh, so, spoilers. Uh, spoilers that uh, it definitely left uh, room. Plus, that, that 
novel takes place uh, many, 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 many years before the setting of, uh, you know, Galaxy's Edge. So oh. uh, there's plenty of time for, uh, you know, uh, cantina owners to die and uh, leave their, uh, or, you know, hostile takeovers and all that sort of thing. And uh, so by the time of uh, the time Galaxy's Edge is taking place, which is, of course, during the rise of the First Order and all that, the uh, the current proprietor is Oga Gera. Uh, of course, pronunciation is pending on that. We haven't gotten any official word on the pronunciation. Now, they have said that uh, patrons of the cantina come from across the galaxy to sample the famous concoctions created with exotic ingredients using otherworldly methods served in unique vessels. With choices for kids and libations for adults, the cantina will make for a great stop. Now, uh, before we get to the other stuff, we'll just uh, hang on the libations for adults part for a minute because, of course, you know, that uh, led everybody, of course, to assume alcohol, which was then confirmed and then expanded on and all hell broke loose. <laughs> oh, this is not what Walt wanted. Well, it's not what Walt wanted, but is the park really what Walt wanted anymore? We don't know. Only Walt knows what Walt wanted. So who knows? Uh, but it was specified later on by the OC register that you will not be able to take your drinks out of the cantina. So those of you who maybe only read one article and not more articles and didn't actually just, uh, bother to look into more of it, no, you will not be able to take your alcohol out of the cantina. All alcohol will be strictly confined to the cantina. We don't know how they're going to do that yet. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to have some sort of, uh, uh, you know, Disney security dressed as bound dressed as galactic bouncers or anything Ooh, like that pretty cool uh to you know just uh, or uh wristbands wristbands uh or anything like that some sort of identification that you have a drink well, or I, maybe it, colored yeah, cups or something like, like that DCA. you know right. you have the yellow bright yellow cup they don't let you out right but it'll, it'll have to be something hopefully within world but uh yeah so you know so uh, this isn't a case of just not being let out of the park, though. This is a case of not being let out of the cantina because you're not going to be able to leave the cantina with your drink. So that's going to be a big deal of not being able to try into the how many people get in the cantina, uh, how dark it might be. But like I said, it's going to be they're going to have their hands full trying to keep people from leaving the cantina with their alcohol. But all those people that thought there's going to be punch people walking around with alcohol all over uh, Star Wars. Uh, you know, you can put your minds to rest that, uh, you know, if uh, you, you can finish your, nobody's going to want to spend, sure, there'll be people that'll probably spend a bunch of time inside the cantina and then, you know, get drunk and then walk out. But hopefully that'll be kept to a minimum because they can't leave with the alcohol. So now there have all obviously been problems over at uh, Universal when Harry Potter opened. And of course they have the, uh, the, the uh, bar there. That serves several uh, concoctions and hard beers and heavy dark beers and stuff like that. And they have had several incidents with uh, drunk people at uh, in Harry Potter. So uh, hopefully Universal or Disney's looking over at that and trying to, you know, figure out how they can uh, address the problem of. But uh, you know, it was inevitable. I mean, even I, who don't want, I don't want alcohol in any of the parks. But, uh, you know, it's just one of those things that started the cantina. You're going to want to go to the cantina and have a drink. So, it's, and, and you never know what's going to happen when um, you have libations for adults and you have 
Captain Rex over there DJing. You don't know how how lit's gonna get. Right, exactly. <laughs> Which uh, you know, of course, brings us to the other part that's mentioned. Of course, we had already commented on this before, but it, of course, they talk about it again that RX twenty four, aka Captain Rex, the former captain of the Star Speeder three thousand, will be doing uh, spinning some records. <laughs> Over there in the cantina, uh, no word on whether uh, the man, Paul Rubens, will be doing the voice of Rex. But if it's not, then uh, we riot. Now, uh, I got a question. I don't know if, um, is there any type of uh, uh, stories about him? Like, basically what I want to know is he's, does, he's not in the you know, Star Speeder anymore. So is there a story why he's not there? Because now, you know... We don't know. He has an appearance in the second episode of Rebels. Okay. Where he's flying a commuter shuttle. Uh, obviously not knowing when that is. Uh, okay. Presumably that might have been his job before he was flying Star Speeders. Okay. So, I mean, maybe that was his, uh, you know, that was his job or, you know, his uh, resume. You're right, right, Included... Right. You know, flying commuter shuttles, but uh, yeah, we don't know. Uh, he's, you know, he got replaced by uh, he got kicked out and replaced by three PO, and I know, just, he's kind I, of ha- fallen on hard times. And he was in the cantina during. He fe- went all the way off to from he was in the you know in the planet core working at Star Tours, and all of a sudden he gets fired for for uh, taking an unauthorized flight, and then you know that's he, what he, I want to know. He ends up in the outer rim. You know, getting drunk at a <laughs> cantina, and uh, a you know, and 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 somehow or another, uh, maybe the DJ gets fired right then, and you know, and he just happens to get come across the job. Who knows? I wonder if he uh, took lessons from Michael. <laughs> uh, now there was a note. Uh, sometimes I like to look at the comments to see if there's anything useful. Uh, there was actually a note somebody was mentioning about the alcohol, and there the. Park's blog response was, uh, we are developing a specialty cocktail, non-alcohol, and alcohol-based menu that will include creative, creative, creatively-themed co- custom cocktails and proprietary beer and wine options. Stay tuned for more details. All right, real quick. That must be their, what we call it, their, when they comment the same crap or their... And answer? Yeah, because one of our followers... You saw the same exact answer. Peter Henry, he sent a message to Disneyland AP about are they doing the alcohol, and they replied back to him the very same thing you just read. Really? Yes. That's funny. Because this was was answered by Scott Trowbridge. Like I said, the very same exact thing you just said. I was like, wait a minute, because I was about to bring that up. I had it ready to go. And exactly the same thing that you just said is what uh, was replied to him. That's funny. That's a lot of copy and paste. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the fact that they mentioned that there will be, uh, well, the fact that they mentioned uh, especially cocktail, non-alcohol, and alcohol-based, uh, it's probably going to be very similar to like what they do over there at the thing in Hollywood right. studios where they have the, you know, the, the alcohol cider and the non-alcohol cider and then that one alcohol lemonade or whatever it was and the alcohol lemonade right so probably gonna be one very similar to that maybe or i don't know 
Uh, they might get creative, more creative, like they do at, uh, you know, at the former Cove Bar. Right. You know, with the drinks they have over there or something right. like that. I don't know. Uh, they do. It's interesting that they do say uh, proprietary beer, which means that they may have some uh, specialty, or they may have somebody working on a uh, a micro beer or like local Ballast Point, maybe or something like that. Since yeah, they're coming to the right downtown. Oh, and I was mentioning that it says about uh, vessels, unique vessels. Yeah, it's gonna I'm be hoping that means there's going to be some cool, uh, maybe like like they have over at uh, Trader Sam's. Oh right, where you right. can get the the cool uh, glasses, right? And like the one, the non-alcoholic, the plastic one. So hopefully they have some cool like souvenir things that you can buy and take home or something like that. Now you say you don't like the idea of uh, alcohol in the parks and anything like that. It's funny because DCA is kind of like whatever you know. They do it over there. It's kind of like it's not Disneyland, right? It's like you do it over there. Just keep your crap over there, right? Exactly. Um. I don't want Disney, I don't want alcohol in the parks at Disneyland just like you have at DCA, people walking around. I don't mind being confined to the cantina. I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, it's not a big deal. Obviously, it's a lot of people's concerns, rightly, that uh, this is just going to, that Disneyland's, Disney's going to use this as an excuse to open up the rest of the park oh. to uh, alcohol. But the fact that they're at least specifying that it's going to be confined to the canteen and you won't be able to leave with it, hopefully, is an indication that they were going to stick to that. Because if they were going to let you walk around with it, then obviously that means that there's no point. If you could walk out of the cantina with a drink and then walk into the into Disneyland proper with said drink, then there's no point in even not selling alcohol in the rest of the park. So that would just leave them open to be able to do that. But hopefully the fact that they are confining the alcohol to the cantina and that it won't be able to leave the cantina will be the indication that they're going to stick with that. Right. And that they're committed to at least, you know, not be getting too crazy off the rails with the, uh, oh, let's have alcohol in Disneyland. Well, I am looking forward to Galaxy's Edge, and um, I'm just still... I'm very, very curious to, to see how they're actually going to pull it off with the cast members playing roles. Because 100%. It's going to be, uh, just it's just going to be crazy. Because if you're going to try to hire an actor to play a part, you're not going to pay them what the cast members get paid. That's all I got to say. Cause this, nope. Cast members are not going to want to do that and not get compensated. Right, and that's what I've been saying for a little while now is I'm like, with the way that these cast members had to fight just to get a raise, the way that they've had to fight to just get a bonus, and then the way that they are probably after doing the fighting to get that stuff are going to end up losing other benefits. You know, it's like, why would these cast members even care about putting 110% into these characters that they're going to have to play for Star Wars to be as immersive as what they talk about it being? I just... I don't know. I just I I don't know how all in they are on this. I right. mean, because it's one of those things. Are they are they still going to allow security to walk around as security? Or are they going to make security where, you know, like a, uh, like I think they should be like have to wear Imperial Security Bureau so uniforms or or maybe like you know. And I was talking about uh, custodial. What's cust- you know custodial is going to walk around in their normal white? No, I think if anything, what I think the best thing 
of course, the you know I don't know how much they think outside the box, but to me the obvious thing is to make uh, Custodial wear a white version of the uh, the costume we've already seen. You know the the gray one. Oh right. That we've right, already seen right. is going to be the standard Galaxy's Edge costume. Why not a all white version of that? So that way they're still in white, but they're wearing the uniform. You and, know, and maybe the um, what do you call it? The little thing they carry to put the trash in. Right. Maybe it hovers. Right. <laughs> or it looks like a droid or something. I don't know. So I mean, you know, I mean, it's just like how much in how much are they going into it? I mean. Because they are pretty good about that in uh, at Harry Potter, they're you know uh, you could actually get ridden up and you could even get fired if you go into Harry Potter in another uniform. So, but yeah, security can go into Harry Potter without you know anything being said to them. So I mean, it's like so. I mean, how how much are they committing to this? Is it going to be one hundred percent? Or is it just going to be like 90% and then it's like, okay, well, security can come in, you know, something like that. So, yeah. I mean, I think if they say that they're going to go full immersive, then they need to go full immersive. Do it. Yep. Just do it. Yes, exactly. All right, so, yeah, we'll see what happens with all that. Yeah, next summer, it will open up and uh, we'll get to go in there and experience it all. Yeah. All right, so continue with this fat time in the parks. On Monday, I went over there to try the Monsters Mint Shake from Smoozies. Whoa. You got there early? <laughs> well, I, yeah, before the parking lot closed. <laughs> so, yeah, I went over there. You know what? The line for that wasn't as long as last time. I, like I told you last time, it was a really long, the line was really long going down the street. This time, it wasn't that long. So, I went over there to try it. And um, Are they still open? What time did they close yesterday? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know what time they closed. I it was like two o'clock when I went over there. So I thought they closed before that. Uh, that's why I was asking. Um. So yeah, I tried the shake. It was um, it was pretty good. It of course is mint, but it had like little chocolate chunks in there, which reminded me of those little chocolate mints. The chocolate they have the green mint in the middle. Those little bars or like little bars and the green candies. Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it tastes like that, you know, when I'm chewing the chocolate and then the mint, which really it was pretty cool. I'm not into mint. I was going to say, I didn't think you liked mint. No, I don't like mint like that, but when it reminded me of, I love those chocolate mints. I could eat a whole bunch of those, but like something like the little... Um, or the after eights? Maybe. <laughs> those are good too. But like eating like straight mint, like a peppermint patty thing, you know, I'm not into all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, no, that's different, yeah. yeah. What are the uh, the Andes are like, you know, with yeah, chocolate yeah. with the green in the yes, middle? Yes, that's what it tastes like yeah. when I'm eating it, and then the little chocolate chunks. Yeah, that's a big difference. So, so it was really good, but, I mean, no complaints about it. I would get it again if they, if they had it. No complaints at all. It was really good, but it left that mint taste in my mouth for a long time. I mean, until I left the park. I was burping it up still. I was like, this is not, I mean, you know what? I don't mind eating bacon and burping that up because it tastes good again. You should have just went over. I mean, at this point, you were like, you should have just went over and uh, had your first Adam and Julep. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. But you already got the taste in your mouth. I know. Uh, so have, you even had a, have you ever had a mint julep? No, I haven't. Because I know it's something you probably wouldn't no, like. No, no, it's not because I don't like it. I just haven't had it. I just like. Well, see, this would have been a good time for you to finally buy one. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you missed the old recipe, but yeah, 
But, I mean, it was good. I liked it a lot. I would get it again if they offered it sometime later in the future. It would be pretty cool. But, yeah, just that, that taste in my mouth for the rest of the night. I was burping it up, burping it up. Like, this is crazy. I never thought, like, mint would last that long. But, of course, the very first taste I got was started thinking of toothpaste. <laughs> like that one whippy pie. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. So, anyway, it was pretty good. Uh, if you guys tried it, I hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And uh, maybe sometime in the future they'll bring it back just for whatever. I don't know. But, yeah, it was pretty good. I I liked it. Not bad. All right. So we um, could look forward to a lot of new treats on Friday. That's when Halloween time starts in the park. So we went over all the food items last week. And I can't wait. I will be there on Friday. Are you going to go on Friday? Um, probably not. Okay. So I will be there on Friday. I'm going to try try to check out as much treats as I can. I'm going to actually go back and write a list of what I really want to try. But yeah, Friday, Halloween time in the park start. And uh, as of today, the pumpkin rolled out on Main Street, which I knew was coming out because I, when I was leaving last night, right there where um, the pumpkin is, was going to be set up was a couple of cast members, not regular cast members, but like in suits. And there was... Um, there was a camera set up on a kind of like a bar type of thing. It wasn't a tripod, but it was a bar. And I looked at it, and I figured that that was going to be like a time-lapse camera. So I go, I bet you that pumpkin's coming out tonight. And, yep, this morning the pumpkin was there. So if you guys have been to the parks, you probably already took a picture with the pumpkin. But, uh, yeah, a lot of pumpkins are going up. That pumpkin came out. Uh, I seen downtown Disney's decorated with some pumpkins out there already. All the Pixar Fest banners already came down. I'm pretty sure the signs came down out front. I didn't get any pictures today. But is uh, Oogie Boogie up now? Oogie Boogie's not up yet. He's uh, still just the moon. Actually, had the bottom parts of the pumpkins in the bottom last night when I left. So, the, with the oh, with the moon. Yeah, with yeah. the moon and the little pumpkins in the bottom, the black, uh, scary looking pumpkins. But, I mean, it's coming along. I'm pretty sure there's more up today. But if you guys uh, have seen that the park's closing early, um, basically that's because uh, they need time to put all the stuff up. So, Yep. So, yeah, don't forget, uh, this Friday, Halloween time in the parks starts. And, of course, we will get Ghost Galaxy. And, uh, of course, uh, I mentioned Holiday will also open on Friday. Might be a soft opening on Thursday. Not sure, but if you're there in the parks on Thursday, go over there and check that out. And, um, hey, also with Halloween time, you have Mickey's Halloween Party, which we keep talking about every week. And another date has sold out. September 26th is now sold out. And um, just to let you know, last year, the seventh day was September 25th, and it sold out on September 6th, I believe. No, September 5th. So September 5th is when that date sold out. So we're actually still on time with how they will sell out. And then I noticed that the next two days, I didn't uh, record. I didn't post last year. So I don't know what days they're going to be. You know, I can't compare. But anyway, yeah, another day has sold out for Mickey's Halloween Party. September 26th is now sold out, which is a Wednesday. And uh, if you guys haven't got your tickets yet, well, you're probably not planning to go to to the party because you haven't bought your tickets. I would be there on September 19th, which is coming up pretty quick now. 
be pretty cool. Pretty fun. I still don't know if I'm going to have a costume or anything. So, yeah, I will be there on that date. So, if you see me, just say hi. That's about it. Bye. And maybe you can buy me a corn dog. Buy, I, bite you a corn dog? No, buy me. Oh, one. buy you a corn dog. You're not going to buy me. Maybe they could buy you one from Stage Door with the mobile ordering app. There you go. I will not say no to that. So, yeah, uh, Mickey Tommy Party. Uh, you will have uh, there's uh, some dates left. So, hurry up and get them before they're all sold out. And get a date. And there you go. And, uh, hey, this Friday, with the start of Halloween time, the return of Remember Dreams Come True fireworks will be there once again. Yeah. At least it's not Fantasy in the Sky. I guess so, huh? We don't need a four-minute show. So, yeah, you can look forward to that. Um, I like that show. It's pretty cool. It's my, yes. It's my favorite. I like it. I'm going to say it's my favorite show of all the fireworks shows I've ever seen. So I think I agree. I mean, I would have to say the original uh, Remember. Oh, yes, yes. I'm, I said, when I say remember is my favorite, I'm talking about the 50th. I mean, but yeah, the overall, even now, the version now is still, yeah. I like it better than any of than you know any of the other ones. Right. So. So yeah, you have that look to look forward to, to on Friday, and they'll be playing uh, during the weekends. And of course, don't forget that uh, Pixar Play Parade and Paint the Night will continue. Yep. At least through... Well, I would say, uh, I'm going to guess uh, we mentioned last week Pixar Play will probably discontinue once Christmas gets here. Yeah. So uh, beginning um, or mid-November, November. you have until Pixar for Pixar Play. And uh, as far as uh, Paint the Night, there's no reason why Paint the Night shouldn't continue on through Christmas. The only thing I can think of that way in Paint the Night, Paint the Night is if Paint the Night somehow interferes with them finally bringing back World of Color. But I would think that they could alternate having Paint the Night and then the World of Color and then another Paint the Night performance or however they usually do it. Isn't there usually paint two Paint the Night or two uh, World of Colors, yeah. though, right? Yeah. So maybe you could do World of Color and then a Paint the Night and then a World of Color and then a Paint the Night there's or something no like re- that. There's no reason why they couldn't do it like that. I, so, I, yeah. So yeah. if that's the case, that there's no reason why Paint the Night shouldn't stick around through Christmas, whether or not they get world of color up and going for halloween and or christmas yeah so so for the uh at least for this year you can expect paint the night to stick around for a little while longer and then uh coming back after christmas to disneyland will be sensational <laughs> is that what you're is that your call you're calling that now or i that's what i'm hearing oh okay. will be back to disneyland to disneyland and Pixar Play will go back to DCA or go away? I'm probably go away mad. Bye. Exactly. So we'll see what happens with that. That's what I'm hearing right now, but I don't have any uh, concrete information on that. Just hearing that. So just be aware that Sound Station is probably coming back. I don't mind that parade at all. I mean, I, I like it, but sometimes you just want to get something new. But I don't new know. New would be nice. I don't know if Disney is planning anything new for our daytime parade right now with everything else they're trying to do. Well, I mean, there is the Mickey's mouth, the, the mouse party coming up next year right. starting in January. So, uh, to me, if you, if, if I were to think that, Oh, they're going to start a new oh, right, right, thing. Right. Why would you bring back sensational when you could just come up with a brand new parade that's themed to the the mouse party thing? Cause otherwise what is the mouse party? If it's not a parade, 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, if it's uh, or if it's just another cone out by the parking structure. <laughs> okay, well, maybe you know what? I don't know. This is for a fact, but um, if for some reason Sensational is coming back, maybe it's a filler until that mouse party right. starts. So, but yet they say that that's starting in January. Oh, so. well, who knows? Who knows? We'll see what happens. We'll see. We're only in September, right? Can we get through Halloween first? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> All right, so also speaking of Galaxy's Edge, we got a rumor going around that John Williams and Michael Gaia that guy, Michael Gaiachino and John Williams will be doing exclusive music for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Now, at least one of those comes as no surprise if they would uh, have... It's probably more likely that Michael Giacchino is coming in to do music for Galaxy's Edge with John Williams' music and then some of his own music. That makes more sense rather than John Williams actually being physically involved in writing. He might write some sort of theme, maybe. Uh, I saw somebody mention that maybe he's writing a new theme for like the Millennium Falcon ride or something, Mm -hmm. which would be kind of cool. But... uh, I think for the most part, if you are going to have any kind of new musical arrangements around the park and uh, that, uh, you know, it would be, it would make sense to have that. You know, of course, uh, Michael Giacchino, of course, wrote the uh, music for uh, the Incredicoaster, new music for the Incredicoaster. And then uh, he, him and John Williams together wrote new music for uh, Star Tours, The Adventure Continues when it reopened. So, uh, as of right now, it's just a rumor, but it would come of no surprise if one or both of them is involved. I had w- I've been wondering whether, uh, as far as uh, you know, talking about the immersiveness of uh, Galaxy's Edge, whether it's going to be one of those things. Are you? Is there going to be music, Star Wars music playing as you're walking around, or because that doesn't really immersive, right? Because if you were in actual. Uh, you know, Black Spire Outpost on Batu, you wouldn't be hearing Star Wars music. Right. You would hear, you know, like uh, Star Wars within, you know, Star Wars uh, source music, stuff like the Cantina Band. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, or the, uh, that weird song that's playing in uh, Force Awakens that, uh, that uh, Lynn manuel Miranda partly wrote. Or, uh, you know, or the Ewoks music, or right, right. things like that. So I would think that maybe this music would probably be more for, like, the rides. Yeah. Or in the queues or something like that. I wouldn't think that any of this music would be, like, uh, world source music. So, I mean, he could be writing new source music, but I don't think it'll be, like, you're walking around hearing Star Wars music play, like you do, say, in, like, Tomorrowland yeah. during Season of the Force. So... We just have to keep in mind the kind of music that they're going to be playing. And, uh, you know, hopefully we got, you know, uh, getting back to the cantina. Hopefully we do have a, like, a cantina band would be kind of cool. Yeah, I know. But there is no mention of that. It just mentions the DJ. Yeah. So, but what's the DJ going to be playing? It's kind of like um, at Tomorrowland Terrence, there's the DJ playing. There's no band there anymore. Right. <laughs> so uh, that's maybe this is the music they're going to create all new source music for the DJ to play. Hmm. So that way you have Star Wars, Star Wars-y sounding music playing 
but it's not like Star Wars music, but it's Star Warsy like world music. So another interesting thing that we'll have to see what happens with that. All right, so we've been talking about the Disney streaming service for quite some time, and we've been talking about different shows, movies, and stuff. Uh, of course, uh, just recently, speaking of the Disney streaming service, we got the announcement that uh, Yvette Nicole Brown will be starring or uh, be another voice in the uh, Lady in the Tramp movie. Did it say who she was going to be playing, or was it just a vague... Uh... She's going to be playing uh, Aunt Sarah. Okay. Oh, she's the one that owns the Siamese cats in the original, right? Okay. I've seen Lady in the Trap. I don't remember the character, those the characters, but I think that's who owned the Siamese cats. Now I'm guessing because of many reasons that the Siamese there will either be not Siamese cats this time, or at least they won't be so racist. Okay. And yes, you are right. She is the one with the Siamese cats. Okay. So that cast is ex- ever expanding. Of course, that like I said. We've said before that that was announced that that will be exclusive to the Disney streaming service. And as they'll be putting uh, many shows and movies of, uh, you know, with low budget, more low budget uh, that they don't want to risk, you know, putting in the, in the theater and having it be a dud where they could just, you know, put it on there and whatever making money they're making back from the service itself hopefully will cover that. And, uh, of course, you know, we also got the words of other uh, shows. There's that, uh, I can't even think of what the other shows were. Was that uh, one with Anna Kendrick, that Noel? Was that a show or a movie? I don't know. And then there was another one called Magic Camp with Adam Devine. And then the Sword in the Stone. Oh, of course, the live-action Star Wars series. And then the Marvel live-action series, or whatever it was going to be. Uh, but we got a uh, word that they are going to be, uh, if you guys remember the Disney romantic comedy High Fidelity, yep, starring John Cusack and Lisa Bonet. Yeah. Well, they are going to be making a TV series based on that, for the specifically for the Disney streaming service, and that uh, Zoe Kravitz is going to be uh-uh. basically taking the John Cusack role. Oh, really? Which, of course, uh, for those of you that don't know, Zoe Kravitz's mother is Lisa Bonet. That's pretty cool. So, now this is all uh, totally unconfirmed, but it's a lot of details to not be unconfirmed. So, uh, we'll just have to wait and see. He uh, owned the record shop, right? Yes. I remember that. And uh, according to the uh, story, the production on that begins this fall. Cool. And another thing that uh, I, there's been some stuff going around because I don't know if we've ever mentioned uh, talked about Star Wars detours. I the uh, it was the last thing that was being worked on under Lucas before Disney bought Star Wars. Yeah, you mentioned, something. and then it was never released because Disney thought that it was too silly and that it would make Star Wars look stupid. Whereas if you ask a lot of people, they've done that on their own, <laughs> according to some people. Of course, there's been speculation about whether that would ever come out. Uh, that was, of course, uh, I believe it was uh, one of the, I believe it was produced, I don't think it was completely created by, but I know it was one of the, the producers were, uh, were Seth Green and Matthew Seinreich of, uh, you know, of uh, Robot Chicken. Mm-hmm. So it was very, very like Robot Chicken, but they wanted to, you know, because Robot Chicken had done a lot of Star Wars spoofs, yeah. so it was basically Lucas wanting to, you know, do his own, and not instead of, you know, everybody else doing, making fun of Star Wars, he was going to make fun of Star Wars. Yep. 
Okay, I got it. But he decided to sell Star Wars instead, so uh, Disney put that on the shelf. Well, there's been a lot of uh, people have been seeing a lot of things on people's IMDb's and stuff. It's been popping up new as new for 2019. So there's been a lot of speculation going around that uh, detours might also end up on the uh, streaming service. Ah. So uh, that might be also something that might appear on there. So definitely a lot of things developing and a lot of things that uh, are going to fill out that streaming service at some point uh, so they can uh, crank it up to $20 a month. Yeah, I know, huh? So here you go. You can have it six ninety nine when we start out. You can't watch nothing, <laughs> but uh, you can watch some reruns of Disney show, Disney Channel shows. Uh, but then once all the new stuff goes on there, we're gonna raise the price to nineteen ninety five. Dirty. Also, just earlier today, we got a uh, little cryptic tweet from Brie Larson, who of course is gonna be playing Captain Marvel in the upcoming Captain Marvel movie. That uh, there might be something coming out tomorrow. So uh, you guys will hear about all that. You guys will be hear about that next week if that happens. Cool. Of course, by then you'll have already seen it. So <laughs> we'll make you listen again if it's a trailer. Exactly. All right. So we've been talking about the Roseanne spinoff show, The Connors. Have we? Yes, we have. And uh, we have a date that it's going to debut, and it's going to debut on October 16th. So for you guys who are waiting to see The Connors and see how they deal with all the basically the death of Roseanne you can buy you, you can check that out on October 16th of course on ABC which is a parent company of Disney is it that's what they say on the news <laughs> well, that's how I feel when we don't get any mail oh well we'll see if uh, that continues after what I read uh oh we have some mail. I don't know what it says. I haven't read it yet. So. Oh, okay. All right. So, I, I thought maybe there was something bad in there. Uh, there might be. Are they quitting us? Who? All right. So our first email is from Wreck-It Rachel. Her subject line is Happy Labor Day. I didn't work. <laughs> Me neither. All right. She says, Happy Labor Day, Mouse Pyre. Do anything fun? Sorry for the short email last week. This one will be better. So I'm not really one for politics and understanding them, but shouldn't the city of Anaheim be nicer to Disneyland? I mean, I get Disney is a big corporation, but doesn't Disneyland basically make the city of Anaheim's economy? Without them, that city would just be a regular city in Orange County. Just my thoughts. Please, nobody yell at me for them. Thanks for all of the Halloween food info. My friends and I are planning to go for a Halloween food extravaganza. Ooh, I want to go. We've always gone to the party, but we aren't going this year due to financial reasons. It's very sad because we always had themed costumes and always got compliments on them. We even got in the parade once. Let me know if you want me to elaborate on that story. Anyway... We're sad, but at least we're going during the day this year. I hope once it moves to DCA, I think it will. It'll get cheaper. Hashtag doubt it. So is there a Disney movie you know by heart? Like you know it so well that someone can throw out a line and you immediately know the next line. I can't do Beating the Beast like that. Keep on regularly 
wrecking it, Rachel. Uh, Aladdin. I thought maybe she was going to keep on regulating. I was like, damn. <laughs> regularly. Mount up. Regularly. Uh, yeah. Oh, mount up. Regulators. Anyway, I would say Aladdin. Uh, that's one. Lion King. Lion King. Robin Hood. I don't know Robin Hood. I don't know Beauty and the Beast as well. I probably know more Alice than I would probably think about. Alice oh. doesn't, because Alice doesn't have a lot of dialogue. You know? Right. Uh, Toy Story. I don't, can't do me. that. Not, not that one. You are a sad, strange little man. I know that line, but I don't know what's <laughs> after that. <laughs> yeah, I, I um, can't think of anything of, uh, other than that. I, I know Aladdin. I love Aladdin. It's really cool. Yeah, definitely Aladdin and Lion King and Robin Hood. As far as getting back to the whole uh, Anaheim, Owen, yeah, uh, see episode of Mouse Fire Podcast when the city uh, put the stop to the uh, Eastern Gateway project and the whole rant that I had about how all of those businesses who complained about the Eastern Gateway and caused them to get it canceled, how they owe Disneyland their entire lives livelihoods that they would have not have those businesses if it wasn't for Disneyland. Well, that goes for the whole rest of the city of Anaheim that, yeah, as you say, the city of Anaheim owes its very life to Disneyland. If Walt had decided to build Disneyland in Canoga park, then the history of Anaheim and not only all of orange County, most likely could have gone a very different way. I mean, Orange County still may have ended up being one of the richest counties in Southern California, but definitely as far as touristy, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Knott's may have still ended up where it ended up, and maybe that would be the legacy of Orange County would be Knott's. Right. And uh, if Disneyland had, say, been in L.A. County somewhere, then you know that would be its legacy. If it had been built in Riverside, that would be its legacy. If they'd be stupid enough to build in San Bernardino County, that would be, <laughs> that would be their legacy. Uh, well, probably not because nobody would go because it'd be too damn hot. <laughs> so, I mean... Screw that. <laughs> like, there ain't enough supply in the world for, oh, for yeah. this lad being in San Bernardino County. Degrees. So, I mean, you know, it's just... Anaheim needs to understand that they owe Disney... Now Disney is uh, acting, you know, and has uh, and has uh, been acting for quite some time prima donna, but I mean, you know, give Disneyland what they want because they will always, if you build it, they will come. Yeah, and as long as Disney keeps building, it brings more people to, to Orange County. Yep, uh, Wh- White Wolf or whatever the hell that place is down the street, Great Wolf, the Great Wolf Lodge. That place would not exist if it wasn't for Disneyland. True. So, I mean, that and that helps out Garden Grove's economy. Yep. So, I mean, it's all trickle-down. I mean, Knott's probably wouldn't be maybe not where they are if it wasn't for Disneyland. Who knows? So, you know, Anaheim just needs to get some people in there that actually understand the what Disneyland has brought to that city and... You wouldn't you know, have uh, all the other hotels being built over there. Exactly, or the motels, or the Holiday Inn. 
Oh man, talk about I'll jump the boogie. Exactly. All right, so uh, hey, uh, Wreck It Rachel, if you do want to let us know about you guys getting into the parade, yeah, uh, just yeah, let us know. You can email us and tell us that story. That'd be pretty cool to hear. I never got in a parade over there. Oh, actually, I'm lying. I've been in four parades. All right, so uh, thank you for your email there, Wreck It Rachel. All right, next email is from Giselle the Gazelle. Her subject line is dirty. Dirty. Hey, friends. Happy September. Happy end of Pixar Fest. Happy pumpkin Mickey time. Oh, my gosh. So happy we are done with Pixar. Good riddance. Don't come back. You are mean, Giselle. I mean, it wasn't that bad. What? It must be something. Um, She must have some issues with something, and she's not letting us know because... Pixar Fest wasn't that bad. It wasn't anything like uh, the Year of Million Dreams. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't great either. What was so wrong about it? I don't know. I mean, that, to me, it just there wasn't anything really special about it. I mean, I guess. Uh, I mean, most people would probably put the fireworks show towards the bottom of their fireworks show list. I mean, and the the you know the parade stuff was just stuff that probably could have been there begin with i mean i don't know it's just uh, it's to me it was even more underwhelming than uh than season the force and season the force was pretty underwhelming it just seemed to last forever that's all yeah she says i literally would like to extend an invitation to any and every one of you mouse pirate people and tell you to email me when you guys go oh okay I literally have no one to go with. Oh, so she does the solo trips. What the hell, guys? <laughs> You're there all the time. Help a sister out. Hey, sister, I will be there Friday. You are more than welcome to come hang out with me. And Jose, we'll be there on Friday. And we uh, the only thing we have planned is getting fat. So you want to come join us for that? You're more than welcome to. Send me a message. And... um we can set up meeting times and everything like that. If you got, I just to let you know, I probably want, your people could call her people. Or... Yeah, I I probably plan to be there, probably around twelve or one. I want to get a head start, so there you go. Like I said, message me and we'll uh, work things out. If you can go on Friday, if not, well, I don't know. All right. Um, you you guys have helped me make friends, actually. First, Elizabeth, then Wreck-It Rachel, and Mr. Knight. We are friends on Instagram now. And you know what's funny? Um, you know me, Blue1313, on Instagram. I um, posted a picture and everything, and then I saw that uh, Mr. Knight was following me. I didn't know he was following me. I may have saw him follow me, but I didn't really pay attention. So I said, oh, well, I'm going to follow him back since he followed me. So uh, Wreck-It Rachel, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram. If you do, let me know, and I'll follow you back. And then she says, and, of course, Dan the Man, who is the only one of y'all that actually talks to me. Dirty Award. Yeah, you want her Dirty Award? Go ahead. Uh, her Dirty Award goes to Diggs, Ranthony, and M.I.A. Tim. Whoa, we got the dirty award. Now, in my defense, uh, 
So that way I'm deflecting the dirty word to everybody else. <laughs> uh, in my defense, I don't talk to anybody. Yeah, and he's not on Instagram. I'm not. A, yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not technically on Instagram. I have an Instagram account, but I don't go on it. Yeah. Uh, people like and comment and friend me, <laughs> friend me and stuff all the time. But I'm like, why? <laughs> you know what? I um on my blue Instagram, I um I got a notification that this guy followed me. You know, you got a new follower or whatever. I look, and it was. Some guy, I'm going to guess Saudi Arabia or something like was that. Was it Aaron Richardson? No, it wasn't that weirdo. But I was just like, what the hell? That's kind of creepy. So I just blocked him because I'm like, it was creepy. You know, it was... But yeah, so I mean, I don't talk to anybody. So I don't have Instagram. I uh, I talk to Dan or, well, more specifically, Dan messages me yeah. every now and then about things. But I mean... For the most part, I'm not actively talking to anybody, especially on social media. So, uh, yeah, deflect your anger elsewhere away from me because, uh, you know, you're lucky I even remember your name. <laughs> Anywho, Who is this again? <laughs> Anywho, in all seriousness, fall is my favorite time in the park. And while I don't mind going by myself, it's always nice to have someone to talk to, even if it's just meeting for dinner or whatever. Let me know. Hey, if you want to meet for dinner and uh, treat me to a corn dog, I'm all, I'm all for that. Ooh. What about vice versa? Then then we can become friends. <laughs> uh, now that fall is here, what are, you, what are you most excited about? We answered that a couple of times already. Uh, the biggest answer is going to be the end of the heat. Yes. Cooler, cooler weather. That's what we're excited about. But our about. two favorite times of the year are basically coming up. Halloween time. And Christmas time. Yes. So, I mean, you know, uh, basically from this moment on is just, you know, it, 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 it will get nothing but better. Yes. Hopefully, as long as uh, it doesn't get hotter. What is your favorite thing to do in the park in the fall? For me, it's the nice cold sweater weather and cute fall outfits. Sipping pumpkin spice lattes and walking around the park. Talk to you next week. Love, G. You don't know how many cute winter outfits I are. Oh, cute fall outfits you should I have. see his outfits. Really, <laughs> uh, black shorts and black shirt, black hat for the fall. For the fall, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what it's the same as my winter outfit. You know what it's the same as my spring outfit, <laughs> and it's the same as my summer outfit. But uh, the same morning. But you know what? In in, in fall and winter, it it it's much more comfortable. <laughs> so yeah uh let's see you know what the favorite thing to do it doesn't matter what well what season it is it's just chilling in the parks you hang know? out just hang out be able to hang out and not have to use supply and yeah uh, have nice breezes it's what one the same sweater weather if you guys don't know what supply is basically we go get a supply of napkin napkins so we can uh wipe off our sweat yeah and um, you never know. They might not be giving you napkins anymore. I know, right? <laughs> well, it's fine because I got to, you know, I got to carry around a towel in my backpack anyway. Yeah, so he never forgets his towel. I have my own supply. Yeah, I, I always know where my towel is. Yes. So, yeah, but basically, you know, we just go there, chill, and, um, you know, do what we usually do. Oh, you know what I like to do, even though it's probably going to be more expensive, is to just get some hot chocolate. 
and enjoy that with uh, a good little dessert or something. Oh, like funnel cake or something. Hey, you know what, G? I just thought of something. I'm not supposed to be eating funnel cake. So I wouldn't mind sharing one with you so I can have a little taste and you can have some funnel cake. And, hey, you want to do that on Friday? We can do that on Friday. So don't forget. I'll be there on Friday. Message me and um, we can meet up. And it doesn't matter what time you get there. If you get there before me or you get there after me, we'll just meet up and have fun. And maybe you can talk uh, Anthony into going or something. It'll be nice, too, because uh, when those, uh, man, man, obviously not this uh, this uh, fall and winter, but uh, by next fall and winter, hopefully we'll have found some nice uh, little hangout spots over in uh, Galaxy's Edge, places oh, we could just go into and just hang out. Hopefully, think, preferably uh, over there on the left side where the trees are. Uh, and also, uh, we mentioned that uh, hopefully there'll be uh, it won't get too crowded and uh, uh, tropical hideaway will be nice new maybe yeah. new hangout spot. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. All right, thank you for your email, Giselle the Gazelle. Yes. Next email is from Dan the Mailman, and his subject line is "It's tough to be a bug." And he continued with, "When you no longer have a home." Oh, too soon? Well, bugs land, clothes, as I write this email. I know we have talked about this, and there is some nostalgia there. But it's time to see what is in store next for that area. Went to the park on Friday night. Finally got around to using MaxPass. And wow, what have I been missing? Figured out how to use it and am now contemplating if I should buy it on my kids' passes too. I was only there for about two hours and got on four of the biggest rides in the park. I'm going to say real quick, because I've been there with Dan and his kids, and I'm going to say, Dan, I think it is a good idea to get it on your kids' passes, because I know that they are pretty much like me. They don't want to stand in line and everything like that. So it might be a good idea to get it on their passes. That's what I think. I know how your kids are. By now, so I mean, if you go on a lot of rides, it's it, gonna work it almost out. makes it worth it, anyways. Yeah, Pixar Fest has come and gone, and now we wait for Pixar Pier to be complete with the critters. We now have a doctor to add to Star Wars, hmm, a time lord in Star Wars, mm-hmm. an interesting mashup. Uh, we'll also see Rex from Star Tours as a DJ. He might have you beat, Michael. <laughs> Uh, lots of uh lots of other little stuff that i am sure that you covered a bunch of little tidbits it seems like i heard that captain rex has been doing uh especially events for longer than michael has i'm sure he has intergalactically exactly so with the james gunn saga continuing and dave batista being very vocally unhappy with it what are your thoughts on the franchise? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Could it continue without Drax a la Roseanne? Does that leave Gamora actually dead because the story doesn't continue? What do you think? Busy weekend, so hopefully uh, the park's next week. Much like Bugsland, Dan out. P.S. I have to say that I'm loving that more people are emailing in regularly and I think Mr. Knight has a great thing with the food segment. I look forward to hearing what he tries. I love this food segment, too. It's pretty cool. All right, so what do you think about uh, that? 
Uh, I don't know if you saw. Did you see what he's referring to? I've seen things, bits and pieces, but I haven't actually read any articles. I just wanted to uh, let me see if I can find the actual tweet real quick because he was uh, very specific about his feelings once again. All right. Well, I'm. I was trying to find that tweet. It looks like that uh, Batista might have deleted it or something. Maybe he realized he had went too far. Uh, basically, it was, it was just him reiterating again his displeasure with uh, the way Disney's been doing everything with the whole James Gunn issue and everything. Now, as far as the uh, as far as the him being in things goes, Avengers Four is filming right now, so whatever his role in Avengers Four is going to be is already set, you know, because that's already going to be going on, and they're filming right now, so. But it's, uh, as far as any future uh, Guardians movie, which has now, you know, according to reports, been indefinitely put on hold until they find somebody else or decide whether they want to go th- go ahead with those characters in their own movies. You know, the, the, that just puts uh, Drax's, uh, you know, character, uh, you know, in a kind of a question mark. Uh, if, 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 Dave Bautista does came out, come out and basically tell Disney that he doesn't want to work with them anymore. Uh, it might be one of those things where they may just, you know, make sure that he stays dead. Right. Or he may come back and then get killed off again or something like that. Or at some point, if they decide that they don't even want to go through with any Guardians movies anymore and they just want to in- incorporate the Guardians into other movies, that they just leave Drax out yeah. or whatever. But, I mean, he his, he's definitely made his displeasure known uh it's just a matter of how uh, how his fellow cast members would follow suit in uh, solidarity or not of whether they would still you know do something for disney so yeah we'll just have to wait and see i would think that they would probably just kill him off like i said it depends on how they want to proceed with the characters whether any other of the other actors right yeah how they feel and you know, a lot of stuff's going to be, a lot of discussions probably going to be taking place behind closed doors. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, whatever's happening right now with Avengers 4 and the Russos, what they're shooting right now for the next Avengers movie, that's set. There's not really much they can do with, about that. I mean, if, if they wanted to throw in, you know, killing him off by the end of the movie, if they're for sure, they, you know, I mean, he's, he doesn't want to work for them. Disney's not going to want somebody working for them that's going to continuously badmouth them. So, I mean, you know, it'd be easy enough to probably kill him off as far as the other characters. They're just going to have to let it play out to what's in the script. So we'll just have to see where the characters are at the end of the next Avengers movie. And then from there, we can just try and decipher or figure out what's going to happen. And, uh, you know, hopefully there's if there's some sort of announcements at uh, D23 next year. All right. Thank you for your email, Dan the Mailman. All right. So, uh... Not sure where uh, Michael the Mel guy's been. Oh, wait. He was uh, at Magic Mountain again. Oh, I thought he was in jail. <laughs> I don't know about that. And uh, then he went to SeaWorld. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's busy theme parking and... Uh, too busy to write, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Too busy theme park hopping. And I'm sure he's uh, behind on the podcast. So we'll just talk all the crap we want about him anyway. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, you know, at least we got a replacement, a reliable replacement. All right, so uh, the rest of you guys need to email. If you guys have any comments, questions, if you have your own tip of the week, so you have your own dirty award to give, make sure you don't give them to us. Uh, all you have to do is email us. 
mousepire at gmail.com. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs, Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Mouse Power Podcast. Bye. Exactly. We're going to say bye just like Bugsland And Pixar Fest. Because um, some people are glad that Pixar Fest is over with. Whatever. That's all I got to say. I'm not glad, but I just don't care. I wasn't talking about you, though. I know. <laughs> so, yeah, those are done, over with, and uh, we are looking forward to Friday, Halloween time in the parks. Yeah, much better things to look forward to. I, yeah, I agree with that. You know, Pixar Fest, I was kind of excited to see what they were going to do with you know all that, but I'm more excited with Halloween. Uh, it's time to get those uh, popcorn buckets and steins and all those goodies that's coming out. Yeah. And, uh, uh, just as a uh, final uh, requiem what? for uh, for Pixar Fest, I just want to say that it, uh, in in overall, it was a good idea. It just wasn't executed well. Well, you know what? Just, it was just, just with the fact that half of Pixar here <laughs> isn't even open. Right. I mean, you could have waited until Pixar Pier was open. You could have saved this for next year, but uh, you already they probably already knew that they were going to do this mouse party thing next year oh, or whatever right. the hell that is going to be. So I don't know. I mean, with Star Wars opening, I just don't know if they get so far behind. I don't know if like all the rain last year put them behind. I don't know how that would have put them behind on Pixar Pier since they didn't even really start Pixar Pier until who knows when this year, last year, or I don't know. It just it was it was a good idea. It just wasn't executed very thoroughly because it was kind of basically I would say the the if you if I were to give a two word review of Pixar Fest, it would be half ass. Well it was basically what are we gonna do for the summer to attract crowds and that's what they came up with and they threw it together real quick. To be honest, Disneyland doesn't need to do anything to attract crowds, just open the door. <laughs> well you know them it's always uh, some kind of thing going on for the summer so to get people over, you know Anyway, you know what? Halloween time's coming on Friday. I will be there in the park. If uh, you want to come and uh, hang out with me, you're more than welcome to. Anyone can just come and hang out with me. Just go on Facebook and message me there. And on the Mousepire Facebook page, you can message me there and say, hey, where are you at? I want to meet you. Whatever you want to do, you know for a fact that I will be there on Friday to kick off Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort. And you don't even have to come prepared with a funnel cake no. or a corn dog no. or even $3. <laughs> but all of those things are a plus, except for the $3, d- double it, and then it'll be okay. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, Friday, kickoff Halloween time. I'm going to be trying to sample some treats as much as I can without going into a diabetic coma. <laughs> don't worry, people. I do have my insulin, and I know how much to use, and I know how to use it. Whoa. Whoa. Is it a threat? I don't know. Maybe it's a promise to myself. So anyway, Friday, Halloween time in the parks. I will be there. I can't wait. And all the awesome festivities are going to be going on. And uh, Ghost Galaxy will open. And the Haunted Mansion Holiday will open. So look forward to those. And whether it's uh, one of those rides or whether it's a line for a popcorn stand, be ready 
to stand in all the lines and enjoy your oh wait uh maybe not oh yeah of course yeah don't forget that also over at dca monsters after dark makes its return for halloween over there at the guardians mission breakout Yes, you know what? I'm at, I'm excited for that because I didn't get to see it last year. I neither did I, and I'm hoping to definitely go see it this time. Hopefully, yeah. So I will definitely try to get over there. You know what? I maybe I'll uh, do the Max Pass thing, and I'll leave Jose behind. <laughs> and of course, as long as this is going on, uh, those of you that missed it last year or didn't get enough of it last year of me saying "Monsters After Dark" and all of the little special effects that he adds to it. Uh, because, you know, the way you guys are hearing it is not how I'm saying it, but, you know, close enough. So, yeah, got that to look forward to. Monsters and... After Dark! <laughs> oh, okay, sorry, I'm done. I'm done for this week. Lies. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to be there. I'm going to be there Friday, and um, come hang out, have some treats with me, and uh, all you know what I'm looking forward to is that uh, sour apple churro. That sounds pretty good, so... I got to make my list, and I got to check it twice. Popcorn bucket, first thing. Yes. Cauldron popcorn bucket, first thing, because that's going to be probably the first thing that goes. That's why I want to get there about noon. That and the uh, the the green poison apple mug. Yes. Those are going to be the top the top things, because the, uh, the Oogie Boogie to start out with will be just the same old Oogie Boogie. I mean, if you missed that one last year, then, well, you, might, you should wait for the new one, or... If you really have to have the old one, then you have the opportunity to get that turning on Friday until whenever they decide to come out with the new one. Yeah, so those uh, first two you talked about are on my list to get. That's why I'm going to try to get there about noon. So, yeah, come see me, hang out, and um, enjoy some treats with me. You, don't forget that the Silver Dollar 6 and the Hook and Ladder will be leaving on September 18th. Go check those acts out. And um, then you can say bye to them. So, of course, as usual with all the social medias, when he is at the park on Friday, if he gets any goodies or if he meets up with any of you, maybe he will post it on the social medias, which are Facebook, Mousepire, at Mousepire on Twitter and Instagram, Mousepire on the uh, Snap thing, Snapchats. Snappies. Snappies and your nappies. With peas, snappies, I don't know. I like to take a nap. I like snappies. I actually took a nap before I came here. <laughs> All right, you can also find me on Instagram at Blue1313. As long as you're not from Saudi Arabia, I might let you follow me. Also, follow Buttons by Digs on Instagram. There you'll see when your button order is going out. Uh, don't forget to head over to dgpclothing.com. Get your mouse player gear, or you can order a custom-made shirt for any occasion. And you can also follow that on Instagram at DGP Clothing, D-O-T-C-O-M. Don't forget to head over to YouTube. You can listen to the podcast there. Tim the Tech always uh, tries his best to upload as soon as he can if he's not working overtime or just sleeping on the job. I don't know what he does. And uh, don't forget to help support the podcast Head over to patreon.com slash mousepire and you can check out Michael the Mel Guy's $3 special. There you go. Buttons, not pins. And until next time, remember, if the thought ever crosses your mind to argue with a legendary comics creator about details of their own career, you should probably think about something else. 
So for Russ Heath, Gary Frederick, and Marie Severin, I'm Anthony. And I'm Diggs. Bye. I believe he's tooling with you, sir. Monsters After Dark! This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. John Williams and Michael Gaiachi. Mr. Roboto. My pants. Monsters After Dark!